the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We start hour number two of the Bruce Hooley Show with uh, a radical change in Joe Biden's off-stated assertion that he uh, never spoke to his son about any of his overseas business dealings. Never spoke to his son. He has said that a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, Here's a couple instances of uh, Joe Biden saying just that. I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. Never discussed with my son or brother anything having to do with their foreign business, period. Never discussed it, period. Okay, so you got it? Uh, he said it to Peter Ducey. He said it time after time after time after time after time after time after time. Uh, yesterday at the White House, just to make sure we're sticking to this because the reports keep coming in that, oh, by the way, Joe and Hunter got $5 million a piece. Are you still sticking to the idea that Joe Biden never spoke to his son, brother, anybody about any of their foreign business dealings? Jillian Turner wanted to know. Here's how it went down. I'm curious if the White House and the president still stand behind his comment that he's never been involved and has never even uh, spoken to his son about his business. So I've been, I've been asked this question a million times. The answer is not going to change. The answer remains the same. The president ha- was never in business with his son. I just don't have anything else to add. Been asked a million times. Answer's not going to change. Not going to be a different answer. And here comes the different answer. He's not in business with his son. Not in business with him. Now, never spoken to my son or brother about anything having anything to do with their foreign business dealings is a lot different than, oh, he's not in business with them. He's not in business with them. Uh, Of course, this is ridiculous. Let me just uh, give you a little timeline on this, okay? Uh, Here is Joe Biden. I'm going to play it again for you because the timing is important. Here is Joe Biden on August 28th, 2019. Just to be, just so you got the timing. You've heard it before, but here it is. Here's what he said on August the 28th, 2019. I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. Now, here he is, two months later, not quite, at the Democratic presidential debate. Well, let me play Anderson. I get I got the Biden cup. Let me play Anderson Cooper's question and Joe Biden's answer. This is October 15th of the same year. Vice President, as you said, your son Hunter today gave an interview, admitted that he made a mistake and showed poor judgment by serving on the, the, that board in Ukraine. 
Did you make a mistake by letting him? You were the point person on Ukraine at, at the time. If you, you can answer. Look, my son's statement speaks for itself. I did my job. I never discussed a single thing with my son about anything having to do with Ukraine. No one has indicated I have. We've always kept everything separate. Even when my son was the attorney general of the state of Delaware, we never discussed anything. So there'd be no potential conflict. My son made a judgment. I'm proud of the judgment he made. I'm proud of what he had to say. Sure, he's proud of the judgment he made because it put $5 million in his pocket. I'd be proud of that judgment, too. Except now it's going to get you impeached. So one more time, without Anderson Cooper, here is what Joe Biden said right there that you need to remember. I did my job. I never discussed a single thing with my son about anything having to do with Ukraine. No one has indicated I have. I never discussed a single thing with my son about anything having to do with Ukraine. Okay, now, I don't know why we didn't pick up on this at the time. But Joe Biden was in charge of Ukraine, of cleaning up Ukraine, of getting the corruption out of Ukraine. Because we were given, like, billions in aid to Ukraine before Zelensky started raping us for money. And Hunter Biden is on the board of a Ukrainian energy company that is being investigated for corruption while his father is in charge of weeding corruption out of Ukraine. Does it seem like a conflict of interest to anyone? It does to me. I'm not alone. Carl Rove notices it too. Devin Archer joins the board of Burisma in like January of 2014. He brings Hunter uh, into the board like in March. Uh, It's publicly announced in May. And the vice president of the United States, the father of Hunter Biden, is in charge of the administration's efforts to encourage the uh, Ukrainian government to crack down more forcefully on corruption. And yet one of the targets of the corruption probes in Ukraine is Burisma. Now, how could Hunter Biden's involvement in Burisma never become a subject of conversation between his father and him when his father knows that he's on the board of a corrupt board? And and it also raises the question, did anybody in the Obama White House ever visit with Vice President Biden and say, it's a problem that your son is on this board? I believe that there were such conversations. I hope that we find out whether or not there were in the months ahead. Oh, I think we're going to find it out. Let me just go back and give you the uh, timeline again on what happened with Burisma. In November of 2015, Joe Biden's the vice president. He's the vice president of the United States, okay? The guy at Burisma, an executive, not the owner, but the exe- an executive, sends an email to Hunter Biden asking him to intervene to, quote, close down the corruption investigation. So he emails Hunter Biden, hey, we're paying you $86,000 a month for access to your dad, who will, remember from the 1023, take care of all these problems. We are asking you to close down the corruption investigation. That's November of 2015. A month later, Devin Archer, who will testify before House Oversight this coming Monday, he has told the New York Post that Hunter Biden put Joe Biden on the phone, a speakerphone, while the two were having a drink in Dubai, and the executive from Burisma, who sent the email to Hunter, hey, get this thing closed down, and the owner of Burisma, Zolchevsky, the guy who paid the bribe, both those guys are in Dubai with Hunter Biden and Devin Archer, and 
Devin Archer says Hunter Biden called his dad on, put him on speakerphone and said to them, hey, I'm here with these two guys from Burisma and, quote, they need our support. That's one month later. That's December of 2015. Three days later, after Hunter Biden tells his daddy-o, hey, we need, they need our support, dad. They need our support. Three days later, Joe Biden sets a visit to Ukraine to address the, quote, poison of cronyism, kleptocracy, and corruption. It took him three days to figure out three words that all started with C that he could put in a White House press release. Because, you know, the vice president, you don't just like say, hey, I'm going, Barack, I'm going to Ukraine. You got to set the visit. There's a schedule, right? You got to plan the trip. You got to do this. Yeah, Secret Service going with you, all this. So, but three days after Hunter called him from the bar in Dubai and said, hey, these guys need our help, Joe goes through the channels at the White House to plan and announce an upcoming trip to Ukraine to address the poison of cronyism, kleptocracy, and corruption. And then three months later, Joe Biden makes the trip to Ukraine, and that is the trip that ends with Joe Biden saying, I told him you're not getting the $1 billion in aid until you get rid of this prosecutor. And I'm going to leave in six hours. And what are you going to do about it? And oh, what do you know? And I'm cleaning it up. What do you know? He got fired and they got the money. Now, if you're a Democrat, you find all that to be what? Remarkably coincidental, not at all applicable to whether Joe Biden is a crook. Joe Biden is a crook. Joe Biden and Hunter Biden are crooks. The entire Biden family are crooks. And if you're a reader to the New York Times, you won't read a word of it. If you're a reader of the Washington Post, you won't read a word of it. And that is um, very, very, very aggravating to me, but it's also embarrassing to me because like a good police officer or a very competent doctor or an outstanding attorney, no one is more offended by the slackers in a profession, by the bad people in your profession, than the people who are the good people in your profession. No one hates a bad cop more than a good cop. No one hates a doctor who does things that are evil and awful, like transgender-affirming surgeries, than doctors who take seriously their Hippocratic oath to do no harm. Nobody likes a crooked attorney, but I guarantee you nobody despises a crooked attorney more than an honest attorney, because the crooked attorney is the reason why the honest attorney hears Shakespeare quoted to him all the time. First thing we do is let's kill all the lawyers. I cut my teeth in this profession believing in the good that journalism could do by being down the middle and exposing things. That's why I began the show today by railing against Anna Staver in the Columbus Dispatch by stacking their reporting to put lipstick on the pig of three out of four Ohioans saying transgenderism in girls' sports should not be allowed because it demeans and diminishes my profession. I spend a lot of time on the Biden corruption because uh, I believe it's going to lead to uh, the impeachment of an American president. And I believe it's going to result in the ascension of uh, Kamala Venn diagram to uh, the presidency. And I hope it will result in a Republican being elected president in 2024. 
Uh, the polls say that Trump would beat Kamala Harris by 10 points. I am not counting on that. They will find a way to prop her up or get her off the ticket. And I'm not counting that chicken before it is hatched. But I do believe Joe Biden is headed for an ignominious end as president because there's just too much smoke around him. Too many people are coming forward to talk about this. And the New York Times, the Washington Post refused to write about it. That is an embarrassment. How can you be a paper that says you are a guardian of democracy, that it dies in darkness when the sitting president <laughs> is, is credibly being portrayed as someone who has peddled influence on his last name and cashed in on it? Like, you know, if you looked around and Joe Biden was uh, not a wealthy man, you would say, well, like you would say what Joe Biden says. Where, where's the money? Well, in your multi-million dollar beach houses, plural. That's where it is. Or it's in the bank, or it's in one of your 20 shell corporations, right? Or it's sent to your grandchildren, right? Like, where's the money? Like, there's ample evidence of the money all around you. So, I believe he's going to get impeached over this. I really do. And this story is one you won't here reported on any of the national uh, media sites. But you've heard the Democrats dismiss the whistleblower testimony, right, by saying, well, that investigation was closed. You guys are here you're talking about something that was closed. It was a closed investigation. William Barr closed the investigation. They looked into this 1023. They closed it. And then Barr goes, no, we didn't. We put the Pittsburgh FBI in charge of vetting it, and they weren't authorized to expand the investigation. They turned their results over to the Delaware State attorney, the corrupt David Weiss, who tippy-toes around, full authority, ultimate authority, uh, I had it, I mean, uh, here's Ari uh, Fleischer talking about David Weiss, the state attorney from Delaware, who's, if Hunter Biden's plea deal is accepted, uh, will have succeeded in sparing Hunter Biden the uh, consequences of his crimes tax evasion, and gun crimes. But Eric Fleischer points out how smarmy it is for David Weiss to parse words over ultimate authority and full authority. There are many questions that he needs to answer, uh, particularly when he said, in contradiction to what the whistleblower said, he said that we discussed whether or not I had the ability to bring charges in another jurisdiction, but then he said, I never asked for it. Well, what does discussing mean? These are the weasel words of bureaucrats. Of course, if you discuss it, you're discussing it for the purpose of getting it. Otherwise, why would you discuss it? And then he denies he ever asked for it. This is where he needs to be held to account. Yeah, and I think he probably will be. He's supposed to testify before the House Oversight uh, sometime in August. Okay, but what happened with that Pittsburgh FBI office when they looked into the 1023 form on which Zolchevsky, the owner of Burisma, says he was forced to pay $5 million to Hunter Biden and $5 million to Joe Biden. I went through that form last week. What happened when the Pittsburgh FBI office looked into the claims made by the confidential human source in that form? What happened to it? Well, Margot Cleveland of The Federalist writes a story about it today. And here's the lead. When the Pittsburgh FBI office briefed the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office on the evidence implicating Hunter and Joe Biden in a bribery scheme, 
The Pittsburgh agents also told the Delaware team they had already corroborated several aspects of the source's claims. Now, what do you think they would have corroborated? What would be easy to corroborate? The travel plans, right? This confidential human source who the FBI had paid before six figures for his information because his information had proven to be good. Now he comes to them in a completely separate matter about Hunter and Joe Biden getting a $5 million bribe each from Burisma. And by the way, that's in addition to the $4 million that Burisma paid Hunter Biden to be on their board. But they corroborated the travel plans of the confidential human source. They went back, they looked at his credit card receipts, they looked at travel logs, they looked at airline records, and they found out that those records confirmed that the confidential human source had traveled to the places detailed in the FD-1023 during the relevant time period. He made trips to Ukraine in 2015 or early 2016, just like he said in the form. Okay, that checks out. All right, well, maybe he went on vacation, maybe he didn't talk to him. Okay. Whatever. Keep dreaming, Democrats. So they corroborate that he's in the different cities that he claimed to be in at the different times. They also corroborated through the FBI's handler, because all these sources have handlers at the FBI, people they're dealing with. They corroborated through the handler the claim that the confidential human source had met with the executive from Burisma. So the Pittsburgh FBI hands to the Delaware District Attorney, hey, look, you're, you're investigating Hunter Biden for tax evasion. Here's a guy who says he got $5 million from Ukraine. We've corroborated the travel. We've corroborated the meetings. Oh, but remember Joseph Ziegler, the Ohio guy, the uh, IRS agent who testified before Congress last week. Remember what he said he was never given by the Delaware District Attorney or the Delaware State Attorney's Office? Right, the 1023 form. So the charges that the Pittsburgh FBI corroborated and gave to Delaware, assuming Delaware would give it to the IRS, never got to the IRS agents. David Weiss got some interesting questions to answer when he's before Congress. Why did you guys what did you guys do with that information for Pittsburgh? Here's what they did with it. Nothing. They did nothing with it. They didn't use it. They didn't pursue it. They didn't bring it up. They didn't discuss it because it makes Joe Biden look, not bad, guilty. Guilty. Because he is guilty. That's why it makes him look that way. This is why I say he's going to get impeached. And he might have to resign before he gets impeached. Because... Really, the temerity, the stupidity of thinking you could get away with this all along, like just saying, ah, I've never talked to my son about any of his foreign business dealings. That was always a lie. You always knew it was a lie. And it's becoming increasingly hard for him to peddle that lie. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.